Well, we've gone and quit videoing this. We started recording this just thinking we were modern and hip and cool enough to be okay with that. Turns out we're not. Nothing I hate more than watching myself talk. We've been filming ourselves for years, but still there's something about just talking and not having video that is relaxing to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all know that Dallin So welcome and I, back, audio-only listeners. Yeah. Since we have last talked, James turned... No, Violet turned two. Mm-hmm. And she's just the most angelic, sweet, dictatorial two-year-old that we've ever met. Yes, I just posted the vlog today, her second birthday special. You should go watch it. It's so cute. We'll watch it for the rest of our life. You did a really good job editing that. Really? Yeah. You think? Why? Well, you cut out all the parts where I was like crying a little bit because it wasn't going right. <laughs> and when you watch it, it feels like it went perfectly. Ashley so. was kind of emotional that day because it was her last baby's last baby birthday. Yeah, it was sad. You know? I cry a little bit thinking about it. Yeah. It's just cute and special and spent the last six months picking out presents. And well, it was very good and Violet loved it, I think. She did. Yeah. It was special. Yeah. Ashley has put some work into some podcast segments and I'm really excited for him, honestly. Okay. Well, I just, sometimes I feel like we just kind of flounder here on these microphones and we're like, "Ah, what do we say? (laughs) You know, now I have a plan. And if I don't like people know who know me that I just thrive with a plan, you give me a goal and I'll accomplish it. You give me like money and I'll spend it. You give me a plan and I'll stick to it. Put that on my gravestone. The whole thing. The whole thing. Um, so I have some segments and honestly, like, I just want, I don't want like Dallin and I really don't feel qualified to teach you guys anything or to impart wisdom on anything. Like right now I'm just drinking a 130 ounce Stanley cup and Dallin's picking his toenails. We're just your average American couple. Maybe that is the most wise thing that no, we could do. We, I just want because this... the lesson that we are teaching is to, just be, is to be present in the present moment and just be mm-hmm. and not worry about you know thank you Matthew why McConaughey. don't worry about the why right just just be so i just want this podcast if this is going to work if del and i are going to be able to do this i just want it to be like we're talking to friends like you pick up your phone and here's Dallin and ashley and we're just talking to you about stuff just just everyday stuff friend stuff I have a news article. Well, this wasn't that one of yours. And listen, I'm going to full circle this. Okay. You know what friends usually do? Say things that they shouldn't say to each other. We had some friends over and over the weekend. that's the name of our podcast. <laughs> I should not have said that. Yeah, like I shouldn't be saying this, but here's what's happening. Great. Friends do that. Okay. That's Good. what we do on this podcast. I had friends over and we played some games. And then after a while, the girls started talking about stuff and the guys were hanging out. And we just kind of scrolled on each other's Instagrams and saw what our individual algorithms fed to us. And it was pretty fun. That's what you were doing? After a little while. Should we start by I'll talk about what we talked about and you talk about what you talk about? Or you can talk first about what you talked about with your guy friends. That's always the most interesting. Anytime Dallin goes anywhere with his guy friends, I'm like, what did you learn? That's the thing that I feel like let so many women down. Guys just be... We don't talk in depth about our feelings that much. Ten years in and I have We just go hang out and chill and it's just a fun, relaxing guy time. You're getting better. I'm teaching you to receive information, file it away and give it back to me. There's a lot of TikToks lately about women saying 
their husband's beige flag is that he doesn't know a lot of details about things. He's just like literally anything. Your friend just got a new job. Where? I don't know. I your was, hus- your friend just had a new baby. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Dallin literally has lived his life oblivious to all things around him. Besides what like John Mayer, Blink 182, snowboarding and drums. Beyond that, it's just like out of his scope. I'm just hanging out, baby. Like there are so I many... get hyper focused on what I'm super interested in and learn then... all about that. Other things just kind of float. You try and talk to Dallin about his childhood and it is like sifting through a dark fog of like nothing. Hey, there's happy moments. <laughs> what did you talk about your friends with? I don't know. Just hang out. You were gonna we tell literally, us. I literally just told you we scrolled Instagram. Well, what'd you learn? That we have pretty hilarious things presented to us in the Instagram algorithm. Great stuff. Such as? Do you want me to play some random Instagram reels on the podcast? Well, I just thought you were going to tell us like how one kid gets more of this stuff and another kid gets more of this stuff and you get more of that stuff. Nope. Nope. It's all just just locker room talk. (laughs) Not proud of it. (laughs) What? Just a little... So that's what no, you what'd did. you guys talk about? Are you done? That's it? Yeah. Check. See, this is what I'm talking about. We scrolled through funny memes and laughed about them. There's no meaningful detailed stuff. About. I can tell you. That's how guys chill. I could literally for I mean, hours. Sometimes it gets meaningful and like in depth and like we're supporting each other through stuff. But last over the weekend, we we're just chilling, hanging out. It's Kay. fun. I got. Do you want to know? Sure. Okay. We talked about birth trauma. Oh, fun. Yeah. We talked about, because one of the girls is about to have a baby and she is going into it. By fun. That fun was sarcastic. I know. She was going into it so much more prepared than I was. She's gone to a birth class. She has a doula. She has a midwife. She has like a checklist in her head of things she is okay with, things she is not okay with, what she wants to direct, keyword direct doctors and nurses to do. Wow. Concerning her and her child's care. Do you want to know how I went into that hospital? Blind. Literally blind. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. I'll just follow the rules. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be the best patient they ever had. That was literally my goal. Be the best patient they ever have. And then when I leave, maybe someone will tell me, you have been the best patient we have ever had. Did they say that? No one has ever said that. That's pretty much how I go into every situation, though. Like, maybe... If I do a really good job, someone will tell me I'm the best they've ever had. You're the best I've ever had. I'm the only thing you've ever had. That's also true. That's also true. Virgins when we were married. (laughs) Okay, go on. We just talked about birth trauma. I talked about how George was traumatic, the birth of George. And then I talked about how the birth of James. I mostly just kind of got to the point of like, I, even though everything went wrong having babies, Every time, like George was an unplanned C-section where we were both basically dying after hours of labor. James, went. I went into labor with her the day before my planned C-section and it went really fast. And I got to the hospital at a six and had a C-section probably at an eight, which probably is stupid. But that was the plan. So we just went through with it. Turned out to be good because the first doctor who took George out of me jacked up my stomach and didn't sew it back together. And the second doctor, after we had James, came in like solemnly and was like, I would like to apologize for whoever worked on you before because they did a terrible job and it's an embarrassment to the profession what they did to you. And Dylan and I were just oblivious to I left a I left a review on his Google listing. Did you? Yeah. I that said I, that. I just thought you would be nice to me or like, I don't know. I don't know how you just 
don't treat patients like human beings. And well, he's just a super old guy doing what they did, you know, 50 years ago when he first started. Well, just hope like when I'm a super old woman, I wouldn't be like, well, I'm, no one cares anymore. Like, who cares? We'll just leave you with an enormous hernia. Apparently, he was just doing the bare minimum to stitch up a C-section cut. Apparently, he was kind of... He was yeah, and your next doctor was like, wow, whoever did that was did the bare minimum just to, just to stitch you back up. Right. Yeah. And then Violet was... I basically had preeclampsia. And so I was just like, listen, probably it pro- it probably won't go to plan. It might, but if it doesn't, I still look back on every birth and it's still like a magical, beautiful moment. And and then I was like, and it, it really takes like six years to be able to look back with a clear head and understand that it was traumatic. So I was like, for the next six years, it's just going to be magical and beautiful until you like come out of the fog of having a baby and you're like, my gosh Mm -hmm. i think i almost died yeah but i was trying to get at probably in the wrong way that it was beautiful and magical even if it goes wrong um that's good as i say that to you it sounds like (laughs) terrible i've been trying to have an air of optimism towards my friend brad who's about to have a baby even though i'm trying to be realistic too i could have you seen that adam adam not divine adam lovine divine Grant? What's his name? He's in Hot Rod. Sandler? No. Adam. I know who you're talking about. Andy Sandberg. He was on Jimmy Kimmel and he said this. No, but yeah, it's interesting. Like when your wife is pregnant and you're expecting, everyone's like, it's incredible. Get ready. It's magic. It's the most life-changing experience you'll ever have. Brace yourself for heaven. And then like the second the baby comes, everyone's like, welcome to hell. <laughs> Like, we wanted you to join us. <laughs> now you're in it. That is, that is what people want. Yeah. They want you to be anchored also. I feel like yeah, I'm going to get kicked out for telling everyone without kids. Like, <laughs> it's really hard. Welcome to hell. Yeah. Everyone, everything you say to anyone, they're like, yeah, no one cares. That happens to everyone. Yeah. So I've been trying to be realistic to my friend, but also optimistic. And so I was talking to him yesterday as he drove me home from that car show. I was like, man, it's... Uh, he's i was like what are you gonna do today and he's like man go to the gym take a nap you know just hanging out and i was like dude that sounds so nice soak it up and i i'm not trying to forecast doom and gloom for him i'm i'm also just trying to be realistic i'm like dude yeah it just gets a little harder after the baby comes but it's it adds so much and i said this i was like babies kids add so much more to your life every once in a while i would love like a a break like a solid week-long break but i feel like after two weeks max i would start to get I would start to be like, okay, I get it. Like I miss my kids and because kids add so much more to your life. But I, but I said to him, it's just in huge doses. It's like drinking from a fire hose and I feel like it's going to come and go so fast. And that's just, life doesn't work in, in increments that you can handle. It's like a whole bunch all at once and kids are a whole bunch all at once. And it would be nice to take a little longer break every once in a while than you get most of the time. But it's just a beautiful wild ride and just soak it up and that's that's what i was trying to communicate to him and he was like yeah dude i'm excited he said he had a patient who sent their kids to boarding school nine months out of the year oh yeah i was a i interned for really at a physical therapy office and one of the physical therapists that's what they did they yeah. shipped their kids i was like dang Tennessee. i don't know if i need that big of a break <laughs> from my kids he's like yeah she's just nine months out of the year they're gone boarding school 
Yeah, there's boarding schools in America. Wow. I was talking to the lady when I was the intern and I was like, she just came in one day and she was like, said goodbye to our son. And I was like, where did he go? Yeah. And she was like, oh, boarding school. We'll pick him up next March That's or at nuts. Christmas. And I was like, what? Wow. How old was he? I don't know. It was probably like Harry Potter. I didn't ask, but I was yeah. assuming 11 because that's when wizards go to Hogwarts. So <laughs> it's, it's probably, probably close that. to that. How does it feel to be like a wise sage parent? Was I that feel- wise and sage what I said? No, like you've had three kids. Like It wasn't wise? Pe- no, it was, but like it was wise. But how does it feel to be like you've left the realm of new dad and now you're like to your friends, you're the wise sage father. Average boarding school tuition is $56,000 a year. Whoa. Dang. Dang. Anyways, sorry. That was... Okay. Um, I guess I am a little older than... Well, you're just more... You've Brad. had three kids. Like... Yeah. No, I, it's, it's like... Weird I don't for know me. if it makes me wise. It makes me experienced. I feel like... A little like bit more experienced. When we moved, we went from being the youngest people on the street with the youngest kids in our friend groups... Mm-hmm. Then we moved here and all of our friends have no kids. So suddenly <laughs> yeah. we're like It's like half and half. Grandpa Dallin and grandpa and grandma Ashley like teach like imparting Listen wisdom. Being like, Oh first timer. I'm just always saying phrases like, Well, with my first baby. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's cool. And I'm glad we're in a position where we can help them. And I look forward to like showering them with gifts and babysitting if they yeah. want us to. And it's fun that they trust us with Would their you babies. Totally. It's so fun. What? Nice. It's like it's like a new nephew, you know? I don't think we've ever babysat for our nieces and nephews. I don't think so. No. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would totally watch their baby for a few hours. That'd be fun. Nice. Would you watch it? Well, yeah. What I mean, babies just sit there and sleep or need to eat, and I would do my best to bottle feed it. I'm experienced. I've done this three times now. I know. And you're never babysitting at night, so that's the best part. It's like grandparent status. Now I get why being a grandparent would be so fun. Yeah. Come evening time, the parents come pick up the baby, like, have fun not sleeping, suckers. We're going to go get a full night's rest. Been there, done that. Yeah. The first time around is great and exciting, like with babies. But. What do you mean? No, it's like fun, like Violet versus George. Like I remember we walked in just like all confident, like show us the room. We're ready to go. Yeah. Nothing like just confident. Uh I feel like like we have that with a third kid. By the time we're like grandparents, we'll be like just like ballers, baby ballers. Dude, yeah. 
and our kids are going to say <laughs> Dude, that totally our kids are going <laughs> to when you said ballers our kids are going to think they know so much more about it than us though that's the sad part they just won't care um i've been watching tiktoks and i read a book and i know more about this than you that's probably what our parents think about us for sure there's a yeah. definite vibes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. except for we're different because we actually do know more than them <laughs> i didn't say it you did all right okay that was a joke well, I have lots of segments. All right. What's the next segment? Okay. What I do have you... a news story. This was all over social media. Was lucky, that one of the segments? Lucky for you, I was about to say news story. Oh, great. This one's been all over social media. This guy showed up to his flight that was delayed 18 hours. And apparently, I still don't quite get why this happened. He showed up. So the but flight he was He had delayed. a plane to himself after an 18-hour delay. I'm guessing literally everybody else rescheduled or something. Like legally, they but couldn't. he showed up and then legally or something, they had to follow through with the flight. So it was just this one guy flying from Oklahoma to Charlotte, North Carolina by himself with four flight attendants and the pilots on a huge plane. I don't think they care. No, they look at the photo. They're all happy. They're like, that was the chillest flight that we've ever had. It was just one dude and he was super chill. We're all just hanging out. And we were like, you want another drink or. (laughs) And so let me just read a little bit. Stringer 34 is the COO of a real estate brokerage, blah, blah, blah. His early morning flight home from Oklahoma City to Charlotte was incrementally delayed through the course of the day for maintenance reasons. So he set up shop at an airport Starbucks and when, it, when he was finally called to his gate just before midnight, he found it nearly empty. I thought everyone had boarded and I was late. So because no one was there, he told NPR in a Zoom interview. But the gate agent said, no, honey, you're the only one here. It was just Stringer and his four flight attendants, whom he says were called back from their hotel for, for the roughly two and a half hour flight. He says they collectively decided to make the best of the less than ideal circumstances. So they were thinking it was going to be canceled. They were all at their hotel, the flight attendants. Yeah. But he's the only one that stuck around, so they just had to go through with the flight. Yeah. Let's remember if we're ever interviewed for a news article to state our profession as CEOs of a social media conglomerate. conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> of a production company. He was he was quick on his feet. Like he's probably a real estate agent. He's just an is a real estate agent, yeah. Which is a great profession, but he came up quick with the CEO. I'm the chief operating of officer a, of a real estate conglomerate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that'll be how we introduce ourselves. Yeah. Anyways, that went super huge on TikTok. It got 10 million likes. Speaking of airplanes, did you hear the story of the airplane whose landing gear did not come out? We walked. Did you see the video? Yeah. They all landed. It was like smoother than any Spirit Airlines landing that's ever happened with landing gear (laughs) and it just touched down and it skidded across the runway and it braked they had fire uh, fire trucks there and everything but they all exited the plane on the the inflatable slide out the side of the plane and they were all fine what do you think happens to the plane do you think it's totaled um like how do you get a plane back to like truly knowing that it's okay after it skids to a stop on asphalt without wheels does the insurance does the do planes have insurance does the insurance company just come by and they're like oh yeah that's totaled let's get you a new plane delta <laughs> or do they just like it. do they like unscrew everything they just patch up the bottom with new metal and put a new front wheel like on there structurally it this might baby's not. good to go i don't know do you ever sit in a plane and wonder what has happened to that plane in its life before you rode on it <laughs> like yeah 
Did the brakes just get fixed? Is it low on oil? I don't know. I would really like to know. Like sometimes you see the pilot walking around kicking the wheel and stuff. Like what are they? What are? What are they? They have a checklist. Do they check the oil? Like how do you check? There's there's technicians that check that stuff. How do you like? The pilots mostly do a visual checklist on the big boys. On little planes, they, you know, they they toddle stuff. Mm. They twiddle with things. Now I understand. Yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> now I understand. You get it. That makes perfect you get sense. <clears throat> Beyond the big ones, they are they're handed a checklist from the, you know, the technicians. And they usually do a visual inspection. The pilots of the big old planes. And then they go and they have all their checklists and then they give the checklist to the the people, the flight attendants, and boom, 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 but you bow. Then it's done. I have this thing that I do now that helps me not think that I'm gonna die a hundred percent. Tell us. I have these you're friends. like, it's called, you just list a bunch of drugs. No, I have right, friends. Go on. Okay. So, well, I don't know. We're not like super close, but there's this social media couple called Counting Countries. Mm-hmm. We're pretty close. I text her sometimes. Sweet. Nice. We went to Costa Vita with them. Yeah. Great. We're best friends. Uh-huh. Okay. And then my other, my, one of my best friends, Farron, her husband, Scott, flies like once a week, it feels like. And I just say to myself, if Farron or if Scott and Chloe haven't died yet. Mm-hmm. And they've flown flown like a thousand times. I'm probably not gonna die this time. And yeah. I just I say that over and over and over again. And then I do this one thing I heard this is supposed to help called grounding, but I don't know how that works in a plane when you're literally in the air. And it's like I'm sitting on my chair. My chair's in the airplane. The airplane <laughs> good. is in the sky. The air is holding it up, and we are on the earth. It really doesn't work well in a plane to ground yourself because you're flying, but that helps too. I just pulled these up on Google. I don't know how accurate these are. It seems like there's a lot of different numbers, but the odds of getting an accident during a flight are 1 in 1.2 million, and the odds of that accident being fatal are 1 in 11 million. Yeah, but like how (coughs) many people um, fly a day? Your odds of dying in a car crash are 1 in 5,000. In your life? Yeah. What does 1 in 11 million in your life mean? So like if you take 11 million flights... The statistics are that you will die on one of them. But people are not taking 11 million flights. People are taking like, I don't know. What was the get hurt on an airplane? 1.2 million? Do people even live 1.2 million days? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Real quick, Dal's (laughs) going to check that. How many many days does does the average person live? 365 times 70. Seven times the five. average human spends roughly 79 years or 28,835 days on earth. Oh, that's scary. That's not many days. So anyways. Yeah, and we're halfway through. No, we're less than halfway. You never know. When 79? You're Technically, you never know when you're Only halfway. 32. We're approaching halfway. <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Bitcoin's going to carry us through the second half. Bitcoin pretty sure Dallin every day is like that's the plan one day our bitcoin's gonna be at a hundred million dollars <laughs> no, i don't say that and i'm like what i don't say that Dallin's happiness is based completely and entirely on what bitcoin is doing on any given day good things are about to happen guess when we film our vlogs on days when bitcoin's up <laughs> and the vlogs are so good those days and they're so fun okay what are you watching here's my next segment do you have a news story it was kind of the plane crash one. Oh. Okay. Well, just so you know, 
the Delta PR person said that they've yeah, been in the business Delta, for 20 years. It was a and Delta they've never plane. seen this happen. Maybe once before it's so rare. Happened and everyone survive or, or happen at all? Oh, at all. I'm just saying. Sometimes when I fly on Delta, I have this sense of security. Like I'm on Delta. Everything's going to be okay. They well, take, you do know that you have a more seasoned pilot when you're flying on Delta. They take better care of their planes than but other that's people. That's not always true. Some people work their way up in like Spirit or Frontier no, and I they just, get the most desirable... Is, I don't... It's um, literally made up. ...desirable schedules. I'm pretty sure and they, they just all love, have, They don't want to start over by transferring to a new airline. Yeah, they pr- probably all have the same planes. Does one company use like used planes and one uses new planes more? I mean, they all have to meet standards that means literally nothing to me i once worked at cold stone and everything there met standard I'm pretty sure airplanes would be held okay. a little higher standard everything than cold met stone. standard but that didn't mean that every once in a while we found a chocolate if cold fudge stone restaurants were mold. flying through the air as people visited them then you could use cold stone as an example do you want but to- they don't they're grounded on earth I have so many terrible cold stone stories that I probably won't <laughs> well, be able not, to tell. Let's just not equate them to flying in an airplane. Okay. All right, next. Next segment. What are you watching these days, Dal? On what TV. What are you watching these days? I've been learning how to count cards and blackjack. <gasps> I thought you weren't going to tell people. I talked okay. about talking about it just 10 minutes ago, and Dal was like, I can't tell anyone because then the jig is up. When I actually go to the casino, I will be in a full costume and nobody will even recognize me, so... So I'm not worried. Unbeknownst to everyone else in the world and our family, Dallin has a new and rigorous hobby of learning how to play blackjack perfectly and then on top of that, on how to count cards. I, could, I already have basic strategy down. Sometimes when Playing I'm Playing solid basic strategy, you will win 49.5% of the time. You're still going to lose all your money over the long run. But if you're able to count cards, for every one true count... Your edge goes up half a percent. So if you're playing a pretty good game and you've got a true count one or approaching true count two, boom, you're going to be starting to win 51% of the time. Goes up true count three, 52% of the time. Oh, maybe it's a half percent for every true count. Okay. You know? I don't. So, I try so hard to follow this. So yeah, it's a half percent for every true count. So you just have to play a bunch of hours, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're making money playing blackjack, baby. Easiest. As long as you're perfect at counting, which takes a ton of practice. Nice. So I've been learning a whole bunch about it, and it's like my ultimate backup really in case feeds, we get canceled on social media like Colleen Ballinger. This really feeds what? your things, you know, like you kind of have perfectionist tendencies. It does. So you can just... And I like casinos. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't like casinos. I well, hate them. you kind of like them. But the it's it's kind of exciting to be in there. I feel like it would get old if I actually did become like an AP, an advantage player, oh. trying to play blackjack to make actual money. You know, like, it's just funny to me because when we when you quit your job and started working full-time doing the Dashleys... Yeah. You kind of struggled with purpose and like knowing, feeling like what you did mattered or like that you were like working towards a goal, like what you felt in your old job. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought seven years later, the answer to your problems was blackjack. I'm also not (laughs) caught up in the... You are so perfect. Like your sense of purpose in this Uh is a 100. I was listening to a TikTok of somebody defending the reason they stay in the church you know and they were saying 
where are we if going? they left the church, they would be struggling so much with their identity and their existential. The Mormon church? Yeah. Okay. Existential identity and they would have a huge existential crisis. And I was like, yeah, existential questions are rough, but I don't get caught up in the, um, in knowing things now. And I'm more focused on just being, and that's where I find peace. In I it. feel like, so I don't feel as much of a need to, I don't know to, I mean, obviously it's, it's good for mental health to have a purpose and a reason to wake up in the morning and all that. Yeah. But, that um, is, your reason now is, but it's more just, I'm trying to find peace in just being a human being on planet earth. And it, I have a beautiful human life and just being present is a beautiful thing. And I'm not all caught up in worrying about the answers to all the big questions. You I know think what I'm you had an existential crisis though, leaving the quote unquote, like normal work. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was very, it, it worked well for my brain being told what to do, what my job expectations are. I mean, it works well for everybody's brain. It's just people like to know what their job is, what success looks like, and boom, you just get a paycheck and it's very easy. I didn't like that. Entrepreneurial. I hated all my bosses. They, I, yeah, they, I feel like, like your brain off. is like wired to be Every an entrepreneur. Every day, don't tell me what to do. Being entrepreneur lifestyle is very hard for me to adjust to. I don't even know if I'm adjusted to it yet. It's just so stressful all day, every day. Work is never over. I'm just work your new is, boss now. Work life is home life. There's no separation. It's just... There is separation. Kind of, You're not really. in your office. But it's all... I guess location kind of is a big deal for me. It's just a lot and it's really stressful for me. Well, Where I, are we even going with this? I don't know. Well, I was saying like, I feel like Blackjack has given you purpose. It is fun it's to have something to like focus on. Huge... I look forward to practicing to every night towards. after you fall asleep. I put open my phone. I open the practice you app and I you practice a lot. Sometimes when I'm talking to you, I'll just be like, are you listening to me? And you're like, <laughs> and I'm plus, like true one, plus four. one, minus four. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally always playing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good at it. Yeah. Well, I, it's a lot harder when you actually get to the casino and there's like loud music and eyeballs watching you and pit boss comes over in a suit and staring at cowboy. you. You're a cowboy. You're just out there, You're just taking things. Taking down the taking house, down baby. The house, baby. Yeah, I Remember? would love to get to the point where I can pass a test out, where I'm like perfect at it, know all the deviations. Is there a test? Yeah, there's a test out. You can go to a boot camp. Do you get a pin or something like a? Paper? No, you've just been like certified by a professional blackjack counter that you're perfect at this, and you can you like you have a winning game. You can pay a thousand bucks to go up to Seattle and have Colin test you out. He's the guy on YouTube. Oh. Or you can pay 2500 to have him come to your house and test you out. Or you can just watch the video online. How much do you want to bet that happens? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not going to do that. You See, you're like me. You just want, like how when I walk into the hospital, I want someone to be like, you're the best patient I've ever had. It's um. The dream would be for Colin to be like, yo, Dallin, you've only been doing this for just like a year you're the best counter oh nobody like the smartest brains take it takes so much practice because you have such a small edge to begin with you have to be perfect perfect meaning like in a two-hour session maybe you're off by like ocd i'm sure is just like yes i know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i've been really getting into this and it's fun for me and it's good for your brain it's going to prevent um dementia and alzheimer's that's why we do it 
like Sudoku, things that keep your brain practicing, working, stuff like this, counting cards. It's a pricey version of Sudoku. See, I'm preventing dementia. And the number of people with dementia is supposed to quadruple by 2050. Because people are that? living longer? I don't know why. I just look we at headlines. That's it. We don't need to know why. I don't dive into details. Dabbling in that. See? Was that your answer to what are you watching these days? Yeah, it was blackjack it training was blackjack videos. Blackjack training videos? Yeah. What am I watching these days? Ooh, Outlander's new season came out. Wah, wah. It's great because I'm loyal forever to Outlander and I would literally watch them farmland in Scotland for hours. I don't care. Um, it a little less spicy this season which i don't want to say that bothers me but it bothers me a little bit (laughs) (laughs) it kind of feels like it's kind of like a scarier version of little house on the prairie you know like when you're watching little house on the prairie you've never watched it but you're you're never feeling like they're gonna die suddenly all of them be violently murdered that's outlander is like little house on the prairie but you feel that and it mm. used to be that with spicy, but now there's not so much spicy. There was a spicy scene in the last episode. Oh, it really? wasn't. Did remember? I fall asleep? No, you were laughing because Jamie's like taking off Claire's clothes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but it's like. We were saying this should be a TikTok. It's like five minutes of him undoing laces and oh, bows. They have all these layers. So many layers. He takes off her dress, then a corset, then her undercarriage then or whatever. Slip. And then a slip. And then there's more and underneath. Then there's more. And he never gets all and her clothes the scene off. And ends before they all, all the layers come off. No, he never takes them all off. They just get to, they oh. just get going. Okay. And there's like socks and garters. <laughs> so many layers. I feel like that could be a scene from Scary Movie. I mean, I've never seen that. Scary Movie is that type of comedy. Or like Naked Gun or Hot Shots. Like slapstick comedy where they just keep taking layers off and they never actually get there. Anyways, I love it. And I wait. I watched seasons one. I think we're on like season seven or eight. I watched the first five seasons straight through in like three weeks. Like it was a blow to my system. It was like when you stumble upon a show created perfectly for you, like a medieval slash Regency time traveling romance, you couldn't, you couldn't do anything better for Ashley. It's right there. That's it. Then I watched it all the way through and now having to wait. So I guess it's released on Sunday. Thursday. For, is that for people who have HBO? I don't know, but it's on Hulu on Thursday. Like I Googled it. And it was or Sunday. stars, wherever you get and your stars. You can't even watch it till 10 p.m. on Thursday. 10 p.m. What is that? I don't know. Why don't they just release the whole season like Netflix? Like no one cares. Just do it. We're all going to watch it. Put 30 commercials in every episode. I'll watch them. Just give me the whole season. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried because of the writer's strike. Like is there only going to be four episodes? Oh, that happened to The Office. That was the worst. So, I lived through that in real time. We had weekly office parties in high school. And then all of a sudden for a few months, boom. Yeah. Office gone. Anyways. Here's a news story. Do you want to hear this? Okay. Deviating from the schedule. Psychedelics are having a big moment right now. Oh, God. Can you believe it? <laughs> I, here's the thing you need to know about Dallin. He can't go one conversation without bringing up psychedelics, the Mormon church, and blackjack. It's going to happen. Maybe it's something I'm interested in. I know. Um, regulators' doors of perception may be starting to crack open. What is uh-huh. that? Wait, Pun wait. intended. Wait. I get these snacks emails from Robinhood, and they have, it's just full of funny little jokes. I didn't get the pun. As they write it. Um, mushrooms open your doors of perception. 
Okay. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently took a big step toward boosting psychedelic drug therapy. The agency, which regulates everything from food to cosmetics to tobacco, issued its first draft guidance for how it will suggest researchers design clinical trials for psychedelics. How about that? I just have no desire. It could make the eventual process of gaining FDA approval clearer for drug companies seeking to develop psychedelic drugs intended for alternative therapies. Transition, a potential business boom. And there are two stocks that I'm watching. I haven't bought any yet. Compass Pathways and ATAI Life Sciences. Okay. Um, Those mushroom growers? No, they just, they are, um, oh, maybe they are. It says they're psychedelic companies. They're public right now. What? Yeah. How are they allowed to do that? I mean, they're just working in clinical trials and stuff. It's not available to the public. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But anyways. I don't know how much we're allowed to talk about this before getting demonetized. <laughs> this is not medical advice. We do not do your own research. Blah, blah, blah. All the precursors. Have you had any good food lately? <laughs> <laughs> fun. It's a fun new segment. I Here I am all... trying to make things interesting. <laughs> Food is interesting. We went to a place called Super Chicks. Oh, no. Crack Shack. The Crack Shack. Is that the one we went to? Super Chicks is one we've already been to. That's awesome. Here's what you need to know about our town. It's recently opened up at least seven fried chicken chains. Yeah, Chick-fil-A's been here. Chick-fil-A's here. We love Chick-fil-A. And they're like, bring it on. Try to make a better chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A is like one of the two things you can do on a hot summer afternoon when it's 112 degrees outside. In St. George. In St. George. The Children's Museum is the other one. And you don't want to go there that often because it's draining emotionally. Okay. Super. Is that Super Chicks? The Crack Shack. The Crack Shack. Super Chicks is another establishment Uh next to the mall. It's also good. Also good. Crack Shack has a chicken sandwich that is nuts. Crack Shack opened up and they have an indoor turf area with with cornhole and a huge four square situation no four in a row four connect four connect four so it's like the perfect sit place for kids and moms i had this idea that they should have bluey showing between the hours of 11 and 1 when all the moms are out with their kids and you could go to the crack to the crack shack with your kids and watch bluey on the green turf and eat french fries and chicken nuggets mm-hmm mm-hmm. that was a good idea it was a great idea. anyways the firebird is the spicy chicken sandwich they had there is so good just like pickles, fried onions, thick, crispy chicken patty with spicy sauce on it. They Whoa. had they had pineapple mustard. Yeah. And now I'm on a mission to find like a recipe for like a pineapple mustard chicken, chicken something, something. or something, something. Because it was really good. Yeah. So if you live in St. George or you're passing through, you got to go to Crack Shack. I think a Crack Shack is a chain. California place. Really? Yeah. So maybe where you live already has a Crack Shack. I don't know. Other things we've been eating lately. Um, we just posted. Gelatas. No, we just posted to the Dashley's Kitchen. Oh. My recipe blog trip. Well, it's not posted yet, but we just, it's getting ready to post. Triple berry. I took some freaking good photos. Triple berry. Did we? we you made probably 10 cobbler's crisps and crumbles in yeah, order to come up with this recipe. We had to learn that there is a difference between cobbler's crisps and crumbles. One day, one day I'm going to be on Jeopardy and I am going to win our family millions of dollars when I know this perfectly. A crumble. Desserts with oatmeal for 500. (laughs) A crumble has a biscuit topping. Okay. Mix like a, it's like biscuity topping. A 
crisp has a topping that includes wait is that a cobbler a cobbler what did i say you said crumble oh damn it a cobbler. my mom makes a good peach cobbler now i know that it's a cobbler actually a cobbler, cobbler has a biscuity cakey topping mm-hmm. yeah a crisp has oatmeal in it like oats in the topping so it's like the brown sugar butter topping with some oats in there a crumble is like a crisp okay but there are no oats look at you (laughs) yeah so anyways we made a bunch of those finally settled on a crumble yeah that is so good we went berries sugar topping the most like complicated cobblers that you could think of and we ended with just the most perfect. It just has berries and some orange zest, some cinnamon, and a, cr- a cr- crumble topping. Yeah. And it's so good. We made a thousand of them. Mm-hmm. You want to know what's next on the recipes? Raspberry cheesecake. My mom's no-bake raspberry cheesecake. Delicious. It's going to be delicious. Are we going to film that right after this? Probably. Or cool. start. It's kind of a multi-step process. Oh, okay. Fridge time is involved, which is hard. Nah. In other news, we're on threads now. We temporarily had more followers than a lot of celebrities because we were really fast. Yeah. I turned on notifications on the app store when Threads was available. We were the, one of the first million, 800, number 880,000 so to download Threads. Yeah. And it's now passed over 100 million people on Threads. I didn't know Look that us. people were going to like on their Instagram. Now the most prominent thing on my Instagram is what number Thread account user I am. Uh-huh. One of the first million, baby. And now we should get stock or something in Meta. Should. We should have been awarded some stock. We should probably buy some. It basically supports probably our family. We should. I'm all afraid that Tesla's Elon's going to go down now. Why? Tesla's doing amazing. I don't have any Twitter stock. Probably won't buy any because Threads is going to kill Twitter. You think? Hard. There's really no. Well, reason. it's going to become Twitter's going to become this new what Patriot. What's the one that Donald Trump started? Don't say it. We're not allowed to say those words. It's going to become one of We're those get where it's only. Right-leaning people, probably. Yeah. Really? I don't know. It's so huge. Everyone's on Twitter. That's just a... I have never seen a reason to be on Twitter. I don't understand Based on very little... But I don't... It's probably not my demographic. And Threads is going to grow. It's very basic right now, but it's going to grow in functionality, and it's going to be this whole... Do they all just become the same thing? I feel like everything just becomes the same thing, where they all do everything. We are all on one social media platform and all using one currency by 2030. Bitcoin. Reels. Bitcoin is going to be the world currency, and we're all going to be on MySpace again. Tom is going to come back, take over Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, and everybody else. Tom from MySpace. And Bitcoin, Dallas, 2030. Dallas does a now. lot of thinking when he's in the office for Called a couple it. hours. <laughs> Calling it. And we're all going to be back doing HTML, designing our own MySpace pages again with our top eight friends. I think With a song playing in the background. And it's going to be beautiful. And we're going to have, have weird psychedelic backgrounds and fonts because we all designed it with okay, HTML. I mean, we're just, let's go to the next segment. I think it's time. Okay. Should we talk about what we did on our date? Sure. What's this segment called? What did we do on our date? Oh, cool. I thought you had a fun name for it. (laughs) The one about kids had a fun name. It's like if my mom was talking to me, she'd be like, so what did did you do on your date last night? Okay. We went to a new sushi restaurant. Lame. Lame. Just kidding. It was actually pretty good. But I ordered, turns out I ordered sashimi, which is very different than sushi. It's just a bunch of lame slices of fish 
with some avocado and sauce on top of it. It was flat. It was not round. And I have to struggle to pick it up with my chopsticks and slurp it into my <laughs> mouth. And it was gross. Afterwards, we went to Heberberger and I had a hamburger for dinner instead. That one's just the pork offended buns an entire good. nation. I said, okay, look, if I was prepped for it, Listen, it would have been better. No it tasted okay. We're just, I was just all geared up for sushi. We're just idiots. It is sushi, I think. We'll just know that sashimi Wait, is a not lame, a sushi roll. flat, just a slice of fish and not the much else. The difference between a California roll and sashimi. I wouldn't have ordered the California roll either. Well, no. I'm just saying there's a big difference. Sashimi is literally, it's just a slice of raw fish. Yeah. You ate that. Put soy sauce on it. It just was not what I was hoping for. I just think. You have rice. You don't just order things you haven't Googled, doll. That's, that's it, it said. Okay. Go on. Okay. Just don't order sashimi unless you're geared up for it. Yeah, unless you Literally know. just a slice of fish, it, nothing else. For all the people like us out there, it's not a fun, crunchy roll. <laughs> it's not. It's not It's not deep fried. It doesn't have cream cheese. <laughs> There's not the it cream cheese part. with crab ragu. Anything. <sighs> Dare I say healthy. No. No. Nope. Anyways, um, on our date after that, Dallin and I got Botox for the first time. Oh, yeah. Straight up in the forehead. We had bot a Botox how's date. You, how's your forehead feeling? I just have this one wrinkle on my head that's starting to appear. It's more of a crease. Okay. And it's causing me great stress. And I just wanted to see what Botox would do. And so then I convinced Dallin that he needed it too with me. And we went and got it done. And it was not painful. And I thought it would be painful. And we only did a little bit in our forehead and around my eyes. And I am telling you, the feeling of having it in your head. In your head? It relaxes my face. I have not slept as good as I've slept since before Violet was born. Like I went to, I fell asleep on the couch at 10 o'clock and I woke up at 7.30 and I hadn't, I hadn't woken up all night. Like it was a dead rock sleep. I was talking to the guy who did it and he was saying like, there's been new studies showing that the like because it relaxes the muscles in your face for people who are like tense or like carry a lot of their stress like they're like clench people who like like i clench my teeth at night sometimes like i just don't release the stress it's been super helpful like i just feel like my face feels like how i feel after i've had a massage or the, that moment when you wake up and and you, like nothing else is in your brain and you're just laying in your bed and relaxed. That's how my face feels all the time. And I can literally, I feel it like dripping down. It feels like the relaxation in my head kind of influences my body. Like I can feel that feeling. It's a weird. Like how they say to smile and that'll make you happy or yeah, stand up tall and it'll make you confident. Like you can't scowl or f as much. I don't know. Or like clench your muscles. So it feels like my head is super relaxed and it kind of makes my whole body feel relaxed. Like when I close my eyes, I just fall asleep. Yeah. I just fall right asleep. I'm. You always do that though. You fall asleep so fast. No, like so deeply. No nightmares, nothing. I usually have nightmares every night. I had some weird dreams last night. Dallin's mind is free to uh, frolic now. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I got it too. I think I need more. I have really predominant, strong eyebrow muscles. You're... You know? Your headline where you have is almost completely gone. Is it really? Yeah. It does feel a little tighter up there. Yeah. 
Anyways, I took some melatonin last night. Okay. I had a dream. Well, it stemmed from this meme that I saw. It was like at an old gas station and it had this nasty old sign on top of the fried foods that said, prepared fresh daily. Where's my dream dictionary? Maybe you should go get it. I'm going to go find it. On the shelf. This is a good one to interpret. You probably should. Anyways, it was a meme where it said, prepared fresh daily, only the freshest food in our fried foods glass bin at our gas station. But there was, it was all nasty inside and you could tell it looked really old and there was a rat on it eating it. Anyways, I had a dream that I was at that gas station and I saw that rat and then it started dying and I gave it a blood transfusion. How did you do that? With wires, like tubes. You just had tubes? Yeah. And I started, I started giving this rat a blood transfusion also because that fitness influencer that died at age 30, Joe Aesthetics, his real name was Joe Lindner. From a brain yeah. Do you want to know what rats mean in a dream? No, not yet. Okay. That's where, where, cause he started getting blood transfusions and that's probably where it came from. Don't interpret your dream. That's my job. And then I had a dream that I was on a cruise ship. Okay. And this person tried to blow us up with this grenade, the size of a pin needle. And they like pulled this tiny little string out of a tiny little pin and threw it at us. And I saved everybody. For some reason we were in the control room of the cruise ship. And I threw the pin off the ship and it blew up in the water. And then I threw that girl off the ship and she died. You murdered someone. Yeah. So interpret those for me. Okay. It's, this is a lot. Rats, blood transfusions. So we're going to do rats, blood, ship, and murder. Murder. Grenades, maybe. I don't know. Or a bonus. Okay. Rats probably symbolize those contents of your unconscious that may terrify you on first glimpsing them. What terrifying? How about old fried foods? They are emotions or instinctive impulses that at some time in your past give rise to guilt feelings. Mm. Mm. Stop trying to get rid of the rats. Like blood transfusions? What how what did the rat? I was trying to save the rat. I wasn't trying to get I got rid of that that explosion lady. You need you need to rehabilitate those rejected parts of yourself. Wow. Did you give the rat a blood transfusion? I did. I was rehabilitating those parts of myself. You know what? The melatonin I took was for a brand deal called Dream Beam Beam Dream Powder. Maybe I should talk about this in the sponsor segment of our next YouTube video. As in the story. And how their powder is helping me revive lost parts of myself. As in the story of the Pied Piper of Hamlin, getting rid of your rats means losing your children. That is the parts of your personality that are weak and underdeveloped. And need all the nurture and care you can give them. Stop repressing them. Repressing them. Wow. So in your dream, you literally I should gave be a doctor that does li- blood transfusions. Life blood to no, you gave life okay. to your repressed child characteristics. I should be a musician. Probably because the Botox is relaxing your head. And it all circles back to Botox. Okay, you ready for? I blood? could be a Pied Piper on a cruise ship. Is, is that what you're getting with this? Nope. Okay. Blood may be a symbol of life or if shed of death. They don't talk about if you give it. You were giving life to your rat. Okay. Gosh. Drinking blood means receiving new life or strength. Normally, a ship may be a feminine symbol representing the mother or some other What about woman. murdering somebody feminine on a ship? But in a man's dream, a ship may symbolize the anima especially as leading the ego safely through the depths of the unconscious the anima anima i don't know what that means okay we're just gonna agree agree over glaze over that one 
mean, I can look up anima. Okay, here comes murder. So far... Wait, I don't understand what ships mean. (laughs) I lost the page. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, The feminine part of a man's personality? I straight Mm. up murdered it last night. No, you didn't. You gave life to it. No, this is different. The rat was not on the ship. You murdered... Two different dreams. No, but the ship, the rat... Oh, the rat wasn't on the ship? Well... There, after you gave life to the rat, a ship came. Maybe the rat became a ship. No. I think that's what it was. Nope. No, that's good. You should embrace the feminine because toxic masculinity. Well, then what if I'm murdering a, a woman that's that just tried different. to murder me? I know that. Well, that's protecting yourself. Okay. Okay. Let's get into murder. Okay. Murder. I'm so glad I bought this book. <laughs> Are you murdering someone? Yes. Yes. If the person is someone close, was it? Didn't know. The dream may be expressing... It was a f- stranger. ...repressed hostility or resentment. Have you ever murdered someone close to you in your dreams? Not that I remember. Okay. No, this lady was a total stranger trying to kill us. Otherwise, what you are murdering is probably some part of yourself. Maybe it's the toxic masculinity within <gasps> you. Wow. On the ship. On the ship. Something is going to happen in our cruise ship in three re- weeks. The ship represents. I'm going to be divine- singing karaoke and all of a sudden. Listen, the ship represents okay. your divine feminine and okay. you murdered oh, someone on the ship. Okay. Meaning. Meaning what? <laughs> you murdered a part of yourself that was repressed. Sweet. That ought to be given. If you murder a part of yourself that's repressed, isn't that just repressing it even more? I'm confused. Okay. It's like it's even more repressed now because it can't even they come out. They were attacking you? Because it's dead. They were attacking you, right? She, evil woman. I don't know, Del. That one's a lot. I think you're going to be able to loop this all together. I just, I think the rat was... You giving life to your repressedness. Okay. And that became a ship. And I killed so it. So you've repressed the divine feminine within you. Mm. You know, like the yin and the yang, right? Yeah. Okay. And then on that ship, you murdered a woman. <laughs> okay. Who was trying to attack you. Yeah. Maybe she had some issues with her divine masculine. No, maybe. I don't. Let's talk about her dreams. Okay. Well, that's how. That's all I got for you. Okay. Have you ever dreamed of anything else? No, that was it for last night. I've had no dreams since receiving Botox. So. Well, you should try melatonin. Weirdest dreams you'll ever have. And who would wake up with the kiss? (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid. Apparently, neither of us. I called for help twice. Who said that? (laughs) You seen that? No. It's from Tiger King. It's a tiktok trend right now all right guys well that was a fun podcast it was great thank you thanks for hanging out with us man that was almost an hour long it's easy to talk when it's only audio hope you guys enjoy are fun i love the segments Mm -hmm. okay have a good one you guys see ya